0: hello everyone and welcome to another episode of zing this you got me zinger you got
1: me berg
0: and ellie is currently at her fortress of solitude consolidating her power for her battle with doomsday but in her place we have the man himself scott godleski welcome back to the show sir hey everybody how have you been having me how you been sir
2: how have i been i i've been as well as anybody can be
0: well that is great to hear we're having you great on to, to talk hear. to talk some superman so that's so that's always good i'm sure people have read the title of the episode and stuff and everything but um but we're gonna have you on to talk superman but first in honor of your show uh that that you do with um with ryan cody um we're going to tell you guys what we're drinking today because you guys normally on over at the illustrious gentlemen, have a drink and then review it at the end of the show up. Oh, and there we go. Um, all right. So I guess as the, as the guest, sir, I will let you go first. What, what do what you have oh, during this episode?
2: All right. Uh, I actually have the same thing that I had on the last episode of my show. I've got a Santan brewing moon juice, galactic IPA, uh, it, it, Santan is our, our one of our local breweries here. Um, former Atomic Comics owner Mike Malvey is actually a, uh, a Santan bigwig, uh, so there's a little bit of a comic book connection. Uh, yeah, it's it's fine. It's an IPA. It's a 7.3, so it's not a it's not a slouch, um, but also it's not going to send you to bed right away.
0: All right, um, Eric. I'll, I'll I'll let you go next, sir. What what are you having to drink tonight? So
1: I am having a giant brand generic lemon lime seltzer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I so you you messaged me a couple hours ago and you were like, "Hey, we uh, on Scott's podcast he usually has a beer or a drink or something." And so I looked in my fridge and all of my beer that I have right now is like big bottles and it's all very high alcohol. Um, and I, have been doing a lot of driving today and I, it's one of those things where if this makes sense, I was too drunk, t- too drunk. I was too tired to really drink anything. Um, and so I just, and so I had, however, recently I was gifted a bottle of, um, uh, Hardywood's, uh, bourbon barrel gingerbread stone. And mm. I, if it had been, and, and I put it in the fridge earlier, right before you texted me. Um, and if I had had it in a little bit earlier, it would have been perfect to have, but it was just not Quite, I checked right before we recorded, it was just not quite um, cool enough. Uh, I, I like to get that nice coolness, and it was still a little, little warm for my my liking. So, I'm drinking that in spirit, but I'm just having a, a nice old can of seltzer right now.
0: <laughs> Alright, fair enough. Um, for me, I have gone with, and I, I, I've decided to go with a mixed drink, so I have a double shot of Jim Bean on the rocks mixed with the Canada Dry Bold ginger ale. Mm. So, that, I do love a good beam, Jim Beam and ginger mm-hmm. ale. Or, or Jack and <laughs> ginger ale. It's just um, an
1: underrated mixer.
0: And I am drinking it out of... Because um my my friend Rob for my Ellie's wedding got me... Um, one, one of my gifts that he got was a like Jim Beam like, gift set thing. So it came with a bottle of Jim Beam and then two glasses. So I'm using one of those glasses right now. So thanks Rob for Allowing me to drink. Nice. Mm.
2: I have not heard of the uh, the bourbon and uh, ginger ale combination. It's a new one to me. I
0: I don't know where I picked it up from. It's just one of those things. Maybe it's just something I thought would go good together. But it's, they had
1: it. it when oh, go, go ahead. I was going to say actually, I remember it was like the first year you worked when we worked together. It was the first year you worked there, and they had that. At the Christmas party. Like, that was like they had Jim Bean and they had ginger ale as a mixer. And I Hmm. remember that was the first place I think I ever had it. And it was delicious. Well, I. Maybe that's where you picked it up.
0: I I got that bold ginger ale that's floating around right now. That one that's like got that extra ginger flavor. So I don't know if that's helping. Because I was like, oh man, I'll just drink it straight. And I'm like, hmm, me drinking straight Jim Bean, (laughs) probably not a good idea. So let me tamp that down slightly. So we'll we'll of course give our reviews at the end of the of the episode, but um, but we we came here to talk some Superman stuff, so let's get into some Superman stuff. So the premise of this episode was Superman's had many incarnations, many different artists drawing him, including sure. our, our 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 illustrious guest himself, uh, many different people's interpretations, many different versions of him. So I thought a great opportunity would be to get our our, our heads together. And, you know, discuss, like, our favorite interpretations of the Man of Steel. So, I, I said that this can be anything from a live-action portrayal to certain artists to certain... There you go. To certain cartoons. Anything. Anything. And I'm, And we're probably going to poke Scott's brain a little bit to see where he got inspiration for his interpretation of Superman when we get there and everything. But, um, I guess, actually, as our guest, I'll let you go first with, um... What is one of your favorite interpretations of the Man of Steel? And can uh, yeah. you cheat and use your own interpretation? I am allowing <laughs> it.
2: Uh, well, I don't really have one. Uh, person, I mean, myself, that I've, I've birthed into the world. Um, man, hey, we're going in no particular order, I suppose. Yes. So I can just throw something out. Yep. Uh, hey, I think for most people, and especially people of my age or older, the everybody's favorite interpretation is George Reeves, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, uh, the Richard Donner, the first two Superman movies, yeah, are uh, might be the pinnacle, e- even though they're just so i don't even know what the word is. I was gonna say bizarre, but they're not bizarre it's they're they're so just it, even though I think of them as just so iconic and magical they're so quaint and sort of just strange in their uh, uh in their scale right like this is a dude that can move mountains and hear like clouds scrape together and shit and mm-hmm. he's trying to foil. Gene Hackman's real estate scheme. <laughs> I, though,
0: those movies were so iconic at the time and set the bar for superhero movies that I think took like, what, three decades for us to even come close to?
2: Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. You, what was it? 78? Superman 78? Yep. Is that Believe right?
0: So. Yep. 78. Okay.
2: And then you've got—you uh, don't have really anything else until '89 Batman mm-hmm. that really moved people to uh, take anything seriously. And and that's that's so, weird. Yeah, it, 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 you could say that it was literally ahead of its time.
0: And and it's weird to to say that now. I mean, in this day and age, now we have superhero movies left and right all the time now. Yeah. But back in the day, it was like a very rare thing. And I know that, like at the time, I mean, watching them now, it's It's, with modern technology, it's like, oh, I can see the strings and everything that was holding them up, but at the time, it was truly something so revolutionary to see, you know, um, you, you, you truly believed a man could fly. Right. And everything with those, so... So yeah, well that's that that you know what that is a good one to start off. I was gonna see if any of us were gonna go with live action ones. I guess this eliminates the question I was gonna follow us up with later. Is who's your favorite actor who's portrayed Superman in live action? Uh, a, ah, well,
2: it may not be the same answer.
0: It, that that might be true, and of course the correct answer is uh, Nicolas Cage because you just cannot put that to film. It was so good. So um, <laughs> something like that. Something like that. So, uh, Eric, I'm going to defer to you next, sir. What, 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 do, what do you got for us?
1: So my first one I'm going to start with is the 1940s Max Fleischer serial, mm-hmm. uh, the serialized cartoons that they had in movie theaters. Um, I, like, even at a young age, I was a big fan of, like, classic animation from the, the 30s and the 40s. Um, and I remember one Christmas, my grandparents got me a VHS tape and it had like this, it was like a collection of all of the, the Max Fleischer Superman cartoons. And I loved those. And the thing is though, I hadn't watched, I have not watched them probably since I, I was a kid. Uh, and when we were doing this episode, I started looking up, I was just like going online. I'm like, I wonder if you can find these anywhere. They're all in the public domain. So they're like all on YouTube and they're like 10 minutes or less. Um, and so I watched a few of them and, uh, it's hilarious how just outdated they are, but at the same time, um, Superman is still Superman. It's that early point of Superman where his powers were still kind of like when it said he was able to leap tall buildings in a single bound, that legitimately was like he could <laughs> not fly. He mm-hmm. he could leap over a skyscraper. But it was funny because like his powers were so like it would they would stretch like at one point he's like the the, the day so the very first ep have have either of you seen um, seen the, any of these or it's no one's
0: talking you know? Oh yeah, a long time for me yeah.
2: To I I found uh, a single DVD collection at some mm. point at like it must have been. I don't remember if it was Walmart or like the dollar spot at Target or something, but it came right. in, a, in a in a paper box.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> great. So the first episode of that is one where like there's this mad scientist who is only known as Mad Scientist. Uh, and he has, like, a big fortress up on this mountain outside of Metropolis. And Lois Lane's like, I'm going to go, I'm going to interview this guy because he's threatening to blow up Metropolis. So she, like, hops <laughs> in her own private airplane and flies up there. And there's a cartoon crow that is the mad scientist's sidekick. And so um, the mad scientist, like, shoots this laser beam, like, blows up a bridge and kills a bunch of people. And then uh, Superman's like, I'm going to go save Lois. So because um, she's being held captive by the, the mad scientist. So anyway, he, he flies up there and uh, or I should say he leaps up there. and then the mad scientist shoots a laser beam at the daily planet and the, the laser beam like starts tipping over. and he like Superman just like grabs it and like writes it. He minute like, it like starts going the other way so he like jumps over, it and he, he writes it. But then like an episode later, so he's able to, like, you know, correct a falling skyscraper. But then the next episode, there are these robots that are going around and stealing jewels. It is kind of like, you know, the Superman for the longest time. It's like, let's have him foiling crimes and stuff. There's like an army of, like, ten robots who were like kicking his ass. And it was like, so you can you can pick up a falling skyscraper. But the next episode, you're getting your ass kicked by a couple of robots. So it was just funny, the inconsistencies and uh, of in his powers. But still, it was like it was still really fun um a lot of tropes from um early cartoons like that where like his actions would go along with the music and stuff like that it was just it was cool it, it was i got very nostalgic watching them and uh it's definitely something i hold near and dear to my heart
0: it okay isn't that the one where like the opening scene is like they're it's like faster than a speeding bullet and it yes. shows somebody like shooting yep. a bullet and it shows him running yep. um more powerful than a local. Yes, it's going. Right. Yeah. yeah. That is where all that came from, right? Yeah.
2: yeah. It is.
1: It is. That is where it all came from, yeah.
0: And then he leaps but with... then
1: I think that actually helped. I think this cartoon actually, when I was re- reading about that more, they were talking about the intro and then they eventually were like, it was harder to animate him doing all these jumps and stuff so they just started making him basically fly and then that is where his power of flight came from. Hmm.
0: Oh, no, interesting. Interesting. I did not know that. So, fun facts today on, on Zing This. So, <laughs> awesome. Uh, okay, so I guess it goes to me now. Um, so, I, I kind of went a little boring with mine, I feel, with some of this stuff. Because I feel like I went kind of cliche. But at the same time, I, I, I feel like when, when I think of Superman, these pop into my head as very iconic renditions of them. And... I'm I'm going with with the cartoon route too. And I'm going with the Superman from the animated series uh from the 90s and of course the Justice mm-hmm. League and Justice League Unlimited cartoons and the whole I guess Bruce Timm's universe that was created yeah. and everything. Um I I I I really like that. It was something I kind of grew up watching and just kind of had like was able to have on and see these coming out and everything. It was really cool because there wasn't a lot of superhero stuff back during that time. So you had the Batman cartoon, you had this, you had the crossover, so it was like, "Oh my gosh, my favorite characters are crossing over." <laughs> but they're so iconically drawn. In in that like, you know, all all the male characters are like five chest wide and um <laughs> just it, it's one of those things it's it's ridiculous because um it's it's hard to believe that clark kent isn't superman with the way that he's drawn <laughs> um there's another one i I almost use this one it's from superman for all seasons where and i need i wish i had pulled the image it's um him and lois are like at the daily plan he's of course clark kent and he's like taking up two doorways as he's standing behind her and i'm like How does nobody realize this guy that is, like, gigantic isn't Superman? But, no, I I really like this series. It was something that got me into wanting to read more into the comics and stuff. Because I watched this show, and I knew that they had used stuff from the comics and everything. And it lasts, I mean, these shows lasted for a long time. It's something I know that with, like, the more modern animations they do, sometimes calls back to them and everything, or uses the same art style. So it was something that I think was very iconic for... I mean someone of my age to see on TV and everything and to see that oh, art sure. style and everything.
2: Yeah, for sure. That I had that on my list, so now I've got to come up with a different third one. Oh, well, you can still use it. It No, that's cheap. <laughs> but yes, I agree. Totally iconic. The, the 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 animation style, the body type came along with the, the Batman the animated series in what? That was 92. 92- 92. 92. 92 to um, ninety five, and, it, and, and it's still like, like what they use, right? Mm-hmm. I feel 28 like twenty eight years later.
0: Yeah, I mean they, and plus, I mean Bruce Timm's still around doing stuff in the DC universe and everything with the um like animated stuff all the time, and uh, Paul yeah, Dini. That, that's the other one. I was trying to remember the other one's name, and I could not get off the top of my head. Um. As a side reference, I know that they both worked on um, the Freakazoid and Animaniacs stuff, too. So there's a side reference to a discussion I know me and Eric have no, had. Freakazoid was great. I, I, underrated show. Topic for another day, though. Topic for another day. and yes, I'll keep underrated. saying that. I will keep saying that it's a topic for another yeah, day in one day. You can
2: keep your Animaniacs reboot. Give me another Freakazoid show.
0: Oh, man. I, I, I feel like we had this discussion recently. I feel like we're going to have it again and again. But Freakazoid <laughs> was so ahead of its time and oh, it's just Cosgrove is the greatest character of all time. Changed my mind. Um so I, I guess we're back up to you, uh, Scott. Um I, I guess you gotta pull an audible now, or unless you want to do your Oh one. man.
2: Yeah, I okay. So I had picked uh a, a live action and animated, and then I was trying to figure out what my favorite comic book Superman was. Um, and I couldn't really figure it out. Um, the, the Superman of my youth is written and drawn by Dan Jurgens. I, I don't know if that's the one I would choose for my desert island. Oh man, I don't know. It, it may, maybe it's, um, all-star Superman. I'm going to go with all-star Superman from grant morrison and frank quietly i don't know if you two guys are familiar i, I with that i'm one. i'm
0: pulling up images just so i can make sure with the statement i'm about to make that i am um <laughs> correct in this because i'm gonna say something and it and it's gonna be a a thing so i wanted to make sure i was about to say it about <laughs> the right thing so i'm like i'm pretty sure i'm correct in this so and i am all right go ahead with with your thing so then i can no be the no off-
2: um sure uh well frank quietly is always great grant morrison is always great so together you got double great and then you throw in them doing a superman maxi series where superman finds out he's dying Mm -hmm. so what is he going to do and uh i i don't want to spoil it for anybody you should everybody should go out and read it i'm sure your local library has got copies of it Go to comicsology. Uh better yet, go online at your local comic book shop and order a trade.
0: It's it's definitely okay. worth it. It's it's great. I love the story. And then and, and here's my 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 thing that I think I mean if if Scott all of a sudden gets cut off, it's not because of his internet, it's because he hung up. Mm-hmm. I I understand the appeal of the artwork. It's just not my favorite, personally.
2: It's it it is hyper stylized. And that's and, why I don't like it. Um Yeah, I, I can see where Quietly would be an acquired taste. Um I I always thought all of his characters kind of look like Jennifer Garner.
0: I you know what looking I am actually looking at an image of Lois Lane in the like super woman girl outfit. I'm like, yeah, it it yep, I can see it. I can one hundred percent see it.
2: Yeah. But but totally totally great.
0: I think yeah, I had,
2: that, that that's yeah. I'm gonna pick that.
0: I I had this mention about the boys um when we were talking about the boys show, but then the boys comic. I'm like I don't like the hyper real the hyper realism in the artwork. It's I don't know. It's just something when I'm when I'm reading a comic, I want it to be more comic-y. But I understand the appeal. Um, didn't the same artist do um the Earth Two crossover yes. with yeah? Yes. I was about Earth, to say I'm, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say I I have that and I I love that comic and everything. Like I said, I love the story. It's just the artwork is always sometimes just weird to me because I'm like it, it looks too real. <sighs> yeah, um, yeah. He did the the second volume
2: of. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh no, I can't now. Oh, the authority. Mm-hmm. Um, him and Mark Miller after uh, Brian Hitch and uh, uh, Warren Ellis moved on. Um. Yeah, I, I think he's great. I, I, just technically like as a storyteller, I think he's crazy inventive. Um, I think he just pencils. I don't know that he inks at all. I think they shoot his stuff straight off of pencils, which is bizarre and fascinating. So, hey, I, I, I love everything about it. Love everything about it. I, and I don't know, like, and I want to say one of my, one of my favorite, uh, Superman moments, and I'm sorry, I can't remember if it's in this book. I want to say it's in this book because it's my favorite, but it might be for all seasons. Mm-hmm. When he saves somebody um, it, it from whatever, it's a kid crossing the street or maybe he got a cat out of a tree or some shit. And um, <laughs> and the person he's helping says, hey, I like your costume. And he says, thanks, my mom made it for me. I, like, I feel that's, like that's, that's in all Superman. seasons. That's Superman. Yeah. I think about that specific t- scene every time I watch any of the Snyderverse stuff.
0: <laughs> I, I think we'll, we'll get to the Snyderverse stuff later on. Um, I definitely want to discuss some stuff with that. So I am looking at something with um the art style and stuff. I guess this is from the sketchbook. It's showing the posture of him drawn as Clark Kent versus him drawn right. as Superman. And it's super interesting. Um, Here, let me see if I can do this screen share without it blowing up everything. So here's the um, image just for you and Eric to see. It's got, Ah. there's Superman, you know, got the more straight back posture and then him as Clark Kent, he like leans over and has like a, hunched to his back almost and everything and it's and it's really cool because like like i said it's ridiculous to think that the that no one can figure out who these characters are i mean that they're the same person but it kind of does a better explanation of he changes his posture he changes his like voice tone and everything and all this other stuff and doesn't his glasses sometimes have like to where they change his eye color or something
2: oh that would that would be weird um, I, I
0: thought that was something they did at one point. But
2: I, I, I will admit that part of the charm of Superman for me is that nobody understands that they're the same dude.
0: I, I, I dig that and everything. It's, like I said, it's one of those things I always find cool. And like I said, artists drawing them certain ways. It's like, how can yeah. you not tell?
2: I, I feel I, like you, there, was a, there was an issue of a John Burns Superman book where Lex Luthor built this giant computer and hired all of these analysts and shit. And they crunched all the numbers and put in everything and came to the conclusion that Clark Kent was Superman. And they showed it to Lex. And he's like, that's ridiculous.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love the SNL sketch they did one time where the, The Rock was hosting and it was um lois and jimmy and terry white i think and the three of them were like oh my gosh here comes clark again he's like he does like he, like we don't know he's superman and then he comes walk and then, <laughs> and then the rock comes walking and he's wearing a suit and you can like see the cape sticking out and everything and it's like where you been there clark and it's like oh i don't know what's going on it's like you just happened to miss superman again like, really oh i just never seemed to be and it was they played up that whole thing and they were uh they made some jokes that even just the pro- I think it was maybe probably in the past 15, 20 years that definitely would not be PC now. But, uh, <laughs> um, but I remember them making some jokes, like talking about uh Superman's sexuality and The Rock being like, no, no, well, I mean, he might have experimented back in small. <laughs> and uh, I, that, I love how they, they, they played off of that hole where us, the audience, can clearly see, um, we clearly know, but then well, we're like, how do you not see that? It's just he's changing
0: clothes. All right, um, on that note, Eric, you're up. So is The Rock portraying Superman on SNL your second one? <laughs> it
1: is It is not. Um, although I considered it for the, the lulz, but I did not. Um, now, I'm going to go with another uh, older interpretation, and this is the 1950s TV show. Uh, the one with George Reeves. 50s TV shows. Yeah. It, they, so, again, as a kid, I loved old cartoons. I loved old TV. And I loved Nick at Night. And Nick at Night, that's how I first saw these. They showed the the old Superman TV show um, during the night, like the early to mid 90s. And they were a lot of fun. It was again, it was this whole like Superman was fighting like bank robbers and stuff like that. But uh, I just remember it was really fun. I it was one of those things where they that aired on Nick at Night. And I remember uh, our local Fox affiliate, which at the time was out of D.C., they had the Adam West Batman series on like oh. during the afternoon, so like my, so like I always have like this very like pokey old this love for these pokey old versions of these superheroes that are much darker nowadays. Um, but I remember this one episode where um, they were like looking for a pirate treasure or something like that, and they found this one that supposedly could make you immortal. It was like a it was like a, a necklace or something, and Superman was dre- it was in in Clark Kent form. Uh, and he was wearing it and someone shot him in a bullet bounce so I was like, see, it works. Yeah. And I just remember that scene for whatever sticks in my mind. And I just, they, they would do things like that during the show and kind of play off of um, Superman's powers, uh, but in a more like realistic, like, Oh, he's Clark Kent. How do we explain, you know, but this guy, I guess it's kind of playing off what we were talking about with, you know, Clark Kent versus Superman. So um, always a fun, fun thing. And of course, the tragic, um, there was like the mysterious and tragic death of George Reeves and how he had, he struggled kind of coping with the role. Uh, mm-hmm. there's a story where he, he appeared at a uh, in character as Superman at a children's birthday party and a kid came out with a gun oh and God. aimed it at him and was going to shoot him and he's like, they were like trying to talk him out of it and the kid's like, well, no, you're Superman it'll just bounce off. So eventually George Reeves was able to say, hey um, you you shouldn't shoot me because if the bullet ricochets off of me, it's going to hurt your friends.
0: Yeah. I've, so I've heard he this tale before the kid down,
1: but yes, the, the apparently some kid thought he was Superman and was going to shoot him with an Good actual gun.
2: God.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's not just nowadays that crazy stuff happens. It's been all the time. Um, yeah, exactly. So I, I've noticed the trend with you, Eric, and I'm not guessing at your final one, but you're big into like the golden age of like the golden. Isn't that golden silver age? Of yeah Man.
1: it's during that i like superman more when he's not this just all-powerful god
0: but that's what um, he was during him. that time in the comics but, it, but,
1: but he still seemed more vulnerable i mean i there's still something about him i feel like he's more like i feel like nowadays he's just like oh superman's dipped in the sun so now he can bench press the earth or something like that so um i don't know i just like these older interpretations that are I don't know, maybe a little more hokey. We'll, we'll see like, what I your think.
0: final one is. Wait until we get to
1: the, the final one, because we're going hokey to the extreme.
0: Interesting. I'm, I'm, I am I'm am intrigued with that. So, I guess it's up to me now for, for my next one. And I'm my, my, my last two are comic-based. I went with the TV show and then two comic-based ones, because live-action-wise, when we get to that discussion, I'll explain when I'm there. But I'm... I always have liked this artist art style. It's very iconic. It's instantly recognizable. And it was something that when I was getting into comics, this was one of the first graphic novels I picked up because I was like, oh, it has two awesome DC characters in it. And it's the Ed McGuinness run of him drawing Superman. Mm-hmm. And he is very, I, I guess more, I, going from Scott's mention of All-Star Superman, this is very much more in the realm of Very comic-y based on where muscle on top of muscle, um, very exaggerated um, features on the characters and everything, and I know he did Superman for a good bit of time there, if I remember correctly, but I know he did the start of the Batman Superman comic that was in the early 2000. Yeah. I mean, mid, mid, mid-2000s, the public enemies yeah. and everything. Yeah. I, I love that because it was great because it was one of those comics. It was really cool. I picked up the graphic novel and everything. And it was great because it had a ton of characters in it. And they were all fighting Superman and Batman. It was like, this is awesome. I, I just love his art style and the way he he draws the character. Um, and weirdly, one of my favorite like interpretations of Superman, like costume-wise, is the black S with, where instead of it being the yellow, it's black in the background. Yeah. And uh, I know McGinnis was big for doing that for a while. And that's, I think, was tied to like some tragedy that happened in the DC Universe. Yeah, that's the Kingdom was. Come yes. Superman. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes, there, there's, there's, there's that version of it too. Um, no, but I, I just, I've always enjoyed his art style and I liked him doing Superman. I know he went and he's with Marvel. Is he still with Marvel now? I know. I know I he did is doing some Avengers stuff because I know he did um the like the Red Hulk and the Incredible Hulk for a right. long yeah. time too. So no, I mean that's like I said. I just yeah, I just really like it. No, that's
2: a great pick. I I was trying to think of my top Superman artists. And uh, I didn't get further than two. It was Ed and Dan Jurgens mm-hmm. were the two guys that oh, very, I would put
0: very, very at cool. the top I'm, of my list. I, I think we have a lot of sh- sharing the same mind on a few of these ones. Yeah, you, if
2: anybody were born to draw Superman, I, he would be on my list of guys.
0: All right. Um. I, on that note, you are up, sir. Um. Yeah,
2: okay. Since you stole my animated series pick...
0: Yep. <laughs> yep. Um,
2: you know what? I mentioned Kingdom Come, so I'll go with the Kingdom Come Superman. All I, right. That 1996 miniseries with Mark Wade and Alex Ross. Um, God, I must have been about 15 at the time, and it totally blew my mind. You know, I, I had never seen anything like that. This, it, it, The Superman in that book was almost like um, the prequel trilogy Luke Skywalker. Ooh. Um so I, I think Lois had been killed by the Joker, um, and he kind of just leaves. He's like, "I I can't do this anymore. Everybody I love gets hurt, and I can't get hurt." Um, and the only you know, the only variable here is me. So he just goes, and I, I think he establishes a new fortress of solitude mm-hmm. in the middle of Kansas or something, and he just works a farm for decades and uh yeah that black s is just amazing um it's a stroke of genius design wise it's so simple but all all the best things are it's uh yeah kingdom come that's another one kiddos go uh go check that out put uh all-star superman and kingdom come on your list
1: so i have not read kingdom come but i know the story behind it and for years it has been on my to read list because just knowing like the whole concept and like i knew like that's how it started like i know that um he had like yeah it was like he he made superman think that he was fighting someone else or something but it was lois and he killed her or whatever and or the joker killer and it, reading about that i was like oh this is intriguing because it's starting to mix in batman and everything and then i know about all the stuff and i know kind of certain plot points and then how it kind of ties in the book of revelation i'm like i really i keep every time i see it brought I'm like i really need to read that and then i and i do i love alex ross's artwork it's amazing um so i think you talking about it i think Kind of might get me to finally read it.
2: Yeah, I'll have to go dig them out. I I I have all the issues, but I only read it the one time twenty four years ago. Oh. So yeah. I'm gonna have to uh, carve out some time here and put my peepers on that.
0: I I, I think do finally do it. I I do have it, Eric. By the way, if we want to have a standoff of handing stuff off in this in this uh, <laughs> current plague we are all living through, um, I, I definitely. I, uh, I As gonna say, I, I
1: might. I might do that. Or I was gonna see how much it was just on. I I mean, check check Kingdom it out. 4. I just it I know I got so it,
0: much. but I mean, it might be cool. quicker for you to order it than for me to dig out wherever box I move stuff currently into right. at the moment. So so yeah, no, I I definitely I mean, Kingdom Come is amazing. The art that is done for it is fantastic. Like I said, I think it's very iconic. Um, if you are a fan of like, uh, uh, this is I I hate having to be a nerd and I hate having to do it this way. If you're a fan of Captain Marvel, a.k.a. Shazam, yeah. this is a good book to also read.
2: Yeah, um, and I had mentioned Authority earlier, and it's kind of a, a, a soft version of that because it's it's the old guard, it's the old Justice League all coming out of retirement because the new heroes are just so unhinged. Yeah. Brutal.
0: So Good stuff. All right. Berg, you are... You are up.
1: All right, we're gonna take a little trip to the '90s. We're kind of in
2: the '90s. The
0: '90s. Now, the '90s. We're going to take
1: a little trip to the '90s.
0: We're gonna to go to
2: in the '90s. Oh, the far future.
1: We're gonna to go to ABC at 8 p.m. on Sunday evenings for a little thing called Lois and Clark: The oh New Adventures God. of Superman.
0: I was hoping we'd get here. <laughs> I was hoping we'd get here. Thank you we so will much. Not
1: talk. We will we will not talk about Dean Kane as the person he is today. We're going to just avoid that. Um, but we will talk Good about call. how absolutely hokey it was with Superman balancing the, uh, the 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 action adventure of Superman and the love story of Clark Kent. Lewis. <laughs> Can he have it all? Um, <laughs> he, I, right. I, you're going to have to tune in next week to find out. Um, no, I totally I love the show. I don't know why I, I did. I totally had a crush on Carrie Hatcher. So that might have been part of it. But, um, ten, yes, 10-year-old me had a crush on Terry Hatcher. Anyway, um, I I, lo- I loved it. I tuned into it, like, every week. And it pained me because that the first season, it was like, that was my Sunday night. And then second season, uh, the 94-95 season, that was when the Simpsons went from Thursdays back to Sunday nights at the same time. So it was, like, one of those things where I'm like, well, here's a real, uh, real, <laughs> real King Solomon's choice here. And so I had, to. so I ended up like watching the Simpsons and I'd like record Lois and Clark and watch it later. And then I, I kind of got out of it in the later seasons, but, um, no, yes, I did totally enjoy,
0: um, some Lois and Clark. Dude, Scott, do, do you have a Lois and Clark story? Cause I do.
2: You are an interesting dude. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't, I don't recall ever watching Lois and Clark. Um, I, yeah, I, 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 I don't, yeah, I can't say I ever had any interest in it. Uh, I knew of it. Maybe my parents had watched it at some point and I, while walking through the room, just sort of glanced and happened to see the shortest Superman I've ever seen in my life.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: he's, he's no Frank quietly Superman. That's for sure.
1: Man, he and he and Dean Kane at the time kind of looked like Mario Lopez, so I always kind of thought that Superman vaguely looked like AC Slater. Um, yeah. So there's that too.
0: Okay, so so my my story of um this show and me. So as as has been established previously on on Zingness, Eric has a memory like a vault, and I am a little bit younger than Eric. Um, So, as a younger me, I was like, oh, cool, the Avengers of Superman. Why (laughs) don't I ever see Superman? So, I was a very disappointed younger individual watching the show, wondering why they never showed Superman, really. Although, I do remember one scene, and it sticks out for some reason, where he is flying, but he's flying like he's sitting, and he pulls somebody over or something. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I think I that. Yeah, I was.
0: I was like, it's it, he. He's like flying beside the car, and it's '90s TV. So I mean, you can imagine how amazing this looked. Oh and I, it's just that 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 sticks out to me. And I'm like, I have I have vague memories of stuff in the show, but I'm like, I just remember I was always disappointed that it was. I'm like, why isn't it more Superman? Not understanding that that wasn't the premise of the show, really. So, so that's yeah. my sad story.
2: Knowing nothing about the show, did he do anything super over the course of the series? I think I described the
0: most super thing he did. He, oh,
1: yeah. he, he did do, um, I mean, he would do things like, I don't remember like he would do the whole, like, Oh, there's a building on fire. I'm going to blow it up with my breath. But they would like do it real cheesily. Um, oh I, why is it the thing that sticks out the most to me is something happened where he lost his powers, but Lois got them. That,
0: that, 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 sticks sticks out, <laughs> that sounds, that sounds like a
1: more than anything that, he
0: did. that, that definitely sounds oh, yeah. like something. Um, well, if you have a subscription to DC universe, um, you can watch it now. Oh my God. Or you can pay a dollar, uh, 99 per episode and watch on Amazon prime, um, YouTube, uh, it's ninety nine cents on iTunes, no plug. Definitely no plug. Um God I think you'd be happier with the dollar. I, I think I'd be happier <laughs> with the dollar. I kinda just want to go back and watch an episode or two just to see, but uh, I feel like it was on Netflix at one point too. Wasn't this a show that was coming back? At was some it? point. Oh, I, I no. was it? I'm I'm wondering if it's either something
2: I... Oh no. There's they're doing a new show, right? The,
0: the new, new Adventures Lois of Lois and Clark,
2: For, a, like, a CW man? version, right? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's something like this. Is is Dean Cain going to be in it? No, it's the it's the <laughs> Supergirl <laughs> it Superman, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't Lois, know the man. actor's name. They're making it okay. So
1: uh, Superman and Lois release date trailer cast. And it's part of the Arrowverse, apparently. Yay. The Arrowverse. Uh, it's like whoever uh, plays Superman in the and uh, Supergirl. Apparently, it's a spin-off of that. So no idea. Yeah, I can't find it on here, but I'm seeing it. I'm like, oh yeah, it's like uh, it's okay, very Superman esque. So yeah, so it looks to be kind of a a uh, probably a slightly edgier take on that. But again, it's a CW, so probably not too edgy.
0: About as edgy as it needs to be. Perfect.
1: Exactly. All right. So yes, Lewis and Clark.
0: Awesome. Um. So I guess it's up to me now to, to close out at least this part of the episode. So, I I know this this is funny because I did not intend to do this, but um, my next pick is another artist that has drawn Superman, mm-hmm. and he's done um. I'm sorry, I did not mean to do this, I swear. Superman, Batman, and he also did a storyline called Superman Godfall. And that would be Mike Turner's interpretation of Superman. I He he did the second volume of the Superman, Batman run. And like I said, this was not intentional. I didn't want to do both of those. But it's just his art style is very iconic. It's very... um, Lots of... I don't... Scott, I feel like you might be better to describe like the art style he uses.
2: Um, it, it, I feel like Mike Turner's stuff was very uh, Mark Silvestri inspired. So a lot of, um, and I I don't know who his inker was. I don't think it was him. I, I'm almost certain he had an inker of some sort. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's um. It's rugged, I guess, is how I would describe the line work. Um, kind of very just... Uh, I, I don't know. That that kind of art style, I always think of sort of the line work almost looking like barbed wire.
0: Yeah, I, or... I was about to say... My, my thing is, I mean, I know when like certain artists draw stuff, they have like all those lines they later on go and erase. I feel like he never erased them and I like the look. Um, Witchblade is something that he did, and yes. it's it's yes, very, like, lines about. everywhere. Lines, 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 lines. Very, um, very, how do I want to say this? Formed character, like, very females with, um, ridiculous body sizes. Men with, oh, sure. once again, ridiculous body sizes and everything. Not, um, oh my gosh, what is that one artist's name that did the bust of Captain America that I'm completely forgetting now. Uh,
2: yeah, Rob Liefeld.
0: Yeah, yeah, not that way. The other direction. No, in that. no, not
2: not. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's not a parody level. Yeah, but it, if you're gonna think like late '90s comic book, Michael Turner's.
0: Yeah. late '90s comic book. And like, like I said, I I love his art style. Ellie loves it too. So that's also I think why I got really into it. She has a ton of like the um, well she she loves Witchblade, so that's one thing. But she also has the um one like water series he did um fathom, not, yeah yeah fathom i was like i was trying to remember what it was but but yeah no i really love his art style i love the like i i think i have them all somewhere the godfall like where he did that storyline superman all the different covers they did for those where it's like got him like ripping open like uh, his Superman outfit from Krypton to reveal his Superman outfit from Earth and everything. Yeah. It it it's cool stuff. I don't know. It was just really cool to see it, and I really liked his art style because it was very like instantly like you saw it and you're like, oh, that's obviously Michael Turner. Like it was it was an instantly iconic, very recognizable. Like I said, I think there's a theme going here of. I like you see it and you instantly know where that came from or who drew it and everything. So,
2: Oh yeah. It's very distinctive for sure.
0: So so there's my continuing theme with my stuff. Eric's is (laughs) apparently the golden age and, um, a ABC sitcom. (laughs) (laughs) An ABC romantic comedy. Thank you very much. (laughs) <laughs> I'd like to say they've improved since then, but somehow I don't feel they have. Um, no. So I, I am shocked that there is no mention of Superman Red and Blue. Nobody? With, with the lightning Superman? Oh, Red and Blue uh, Superman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's what it was called, right?
2: Uh, yeah, I, I don't... I can't for the life of me recall what happened to cause this. I mean, it was... It it was an homage to a a fifties a uh, Superman idea. I'm sure Kurt Swan drew those issues. Eric might be able to correct me. <laughs> um, I'm actually
1: not familiar with this version of Superman at all. So,
2: <laughs> but but yeah, no, I have I have those issues. So, uh, I can't. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't say anything bad because I spent money on it.
0: I, I feel like when I was really young, I got, like, a comic once, like, at CVS or something. Like, my mom was out shopping or something. She's like, oh, you can go pick out a comic. And I picked out that one, and it had, like, no action in it whatsoever. Like, he was just <laughs> in the suit at one point, and it was him and Lois, like, discussing their relationship or something. And once again, I was a disappointed kid going, why isn't Superman supermanning? So, <laughs> right. So oh, I someone. just so I just struck out. Uh, Eric, I will send you a picture. Uh, okay, good. I got the perfect picture to send you. Um, Wait,
1: please
0: do. Oops, wrong thing. Um, so on that on that note of us moving on to a quick different topic, I want to discuss real quick. So there was a mention earlier of live action Superman, and um, Scott dropped the hint that Christopher Reeves might not be his favorite live action Superman. I feel he's pulling our leg. Am I? Are you? So who's our no, who, no, no. Oh no, Christopher Reeves is my favorite. Superman.
2: Right. I, I, I was just hoping people
0: would stick around. Oh, okay. Okay. Eric, I'm sure yours is um somebody from the fifties.
1: Uh no, you know what? I um I actually think underrated was Brandon Routh. I liked him. That movie is all my favorite. But it's I I I did like him in Superman
0: though. actually we we could turn this around. Worst Superman movie. Oh God.
2: Uh, I it's a toss up between Man of Steel and
0: Batman versus Superman. Wow. You are not a fan of that universe.
1: I you know what? I don't Love either of those
0: movies, but I don't hate them as much. Um, I don't love them. I feel I want to say Superman Returns out of just missed opportunity. Like yeah. I feel like uh, <laughs> I feel like it, it, it had the best intentions until somebody actually started writing a script. I and I, that's what they went I wrong.
2: <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that it is a thing that exists. Um, I, 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 the idea that you could go to a studio and said, I say, I want to make a sequel to a, a 20 year old movie.
0: I, I feel now you can do that and there's no stopping you from, from just opening up and saying that, I mean, they, wait, they, (sighs) they, they they did that Blade Runner. Um, whatever Terminator we're currently watching, um, (sighs)
2: Uh, the yeah, Alien but series. It, it, it was almost like a a next day sequel. Like right, it should, exactly? Like it should, and, and they ignored. Didn't they go right from? It was supposed to be Superman three. Yeah. So they ignored yeah. for three and
1: four. It I was, mean, can yeah, we ignore those? it was because it, it was set twenty some or thirty some, however many years it was in between. It was set. I mean, it was set in modern time, or you know, in two thousand six. But yeah, it was supposed to be. The same characters from 30 years
2: before. Just
0: super bonkers. And he doesn't really fight anyone in that movie. He fights an island?
1: Yeah. And then Lex Luthor punches him a few times because the island is made of um, kryptonite. And um, he wants to make more real estate, which is
2: stupid. Yeah. I I can say that it's in the vein of the first two. And (laughs) had it been made... As Superman three, it would fit right in.
0: Perfect. Perfectly. Um so your 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 low low opinion of the Snyderverse or the current um DC universe. I uh,
2: I don't well, okay, those are two different things.
0: Okay. Go go ahead. I, I know I did I did preface that with a very entrapment case. Okay, so I don't
2: know I don't know that I loathe anything more than Snyder's Superman. all right but i think wonder woman and shazam and aquaman were
0: fine all right um so okay on that note i i do have to point this out for for the listeners at home and for you as well sir we are currently doing a social experiment eric has not watched justice league at all okay we are going to force him to watch the snyder cut
2: Okay. And use it as an experiment to see
0: what his opinion is from never seeing the original, to if this is any good.
2: Okay. So are you going to do this backwards then? Or are you going to watch the Snyder cut and
0: then watch and then, the yes, Whedon cut? The, yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're going to see what happens and, with that. And
2: the Snyder cut, something like four hours long.
0: Yeah. yeah. And it's going to be perfect because here, okay. Oh, God. I I I know we're getting into to, to dangerous territory because I don't want to spoil anything for Eric, but at the same time I want to make this statement. Snyder has the the luxury of knowing what the what response the movie got, so he can go <laughs> technically make a perfect movie. But do we think that's going to happen from the two of us that have seen it? Well,
2: considering well, the, the guy original. is so tone deaf. <laughs> I don't think that's a possibility
0: Okay Because I was about to say I mean we all saw the trailer which featured that Hallelujah song Again That he used in Watchmen (sighs) (laughs) I I feel I I feel I'm stressing you out To no end by discussing this again
2: No I When I think of Somebody Or that term your shit don't stink. I think is Zack Snyder.
0: All right. We are setting the bar so, so low for this. Um, No, I mean, I'm I, getting so excited. I, <laughs> I, I, I want this to come out so we can have a discussion and see, because I'm like, I feel like it's still going to be what it was before. It's going to be a mess. But it's more. The, yeah, but more of it. It's going to be a mess. It's going to have so many things like, like, Cut in there weirdly. That I don't know. I I, I don't. Wanna, like, like I said. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to taint Eric's opinion of either cut. Because I like I said I feel like this is a grand social experiment we're going to be able to do here. Well,
2: uh, Eric, have you seen his other two?
0: Yes. Yes. Films? yes I have that. <laughs> that,
1: that's I have not that, of the DCEU. I have not seen. That's the only one I don't think I've seen.
2: Which that. one?
0: Hey. Uh, Justice League. I okay, Justice so League.
2: you've seen Man of Steel but, and you've seen yes. Batman
0: versus Superman.
2: Okay. Yes.
0: Yes. And Wonder Woman and Aquaman. I have not seen Aquaman and Shaz- still. And Shazam. Oh uh, yeah, I've seen Shazam. Uh, my only problem with Shazam is I don't. I'm not a fan of the Shazam family thing that's in the comics. So the Shazam family. Yes. Yeah, I I I like Shazam. I I like him as a kind of I guess. Superman, like, in essence, but also at the same time, the whole argument of who would win the fight, and I'm like, I just can't stand the fact that I'm like, oh, so we can just give these powers to everybody, because Shazam is ridiculously powerful in the comics most of the time. And it's just weird that it's like, oh, I can make an entire army of me, and why is there crime or anything going wrong in the world again?
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, he's magical Superman. Yeah, he,
0: yes, magical Superman. I think that's a great analogy for it. I feel once again we're stressing out Scott with these statements. No, I, I,
2: I, you know what I, I think Shazam is fine, and that's the word I would use. Is it's fine.
0: The movie, the character.
2: I um, yelling the I like, word out in public. I like the concept. I like mixing Superman with big. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> but I don't think they played it that way, which was disappointing. Oh. Um, I, I really don't like Zachary Levi, if I'm going to, um, I never watched Chuck and I, I don't feel like he's been enough. Okay. I feel, I feel like he was doing a caricature of a kid. It didn't feel like he spent any time with this other kid actor who he was supposed to be sort of
0: Mm. mimicking. Oh, okay. I, 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 see where you're you know, going that with that. That kind of
2: makes
1: sense because, yeah, because the kid was like, a, oh, he's a runaway. He's a, he was a loner and everything like that. And then, yeah, and then he's like this super, like, kind of bouncy. Um, yeah, you're right. Like a caricature of a kid. You're right. I feel like he didn't. You now that you mentioned that, I, I never thought about that when I watched it, and I was
2: like, Yeah, oh, so I, sense I, it, not yeah the the villain was super underdeveloped, and yep, which is you know typical. Oh, typical of most superhero movies. So I can't really fault it for that. Um, yeah. I, I think there were too many scenes of him exploring his powers. Yeah. I think they
0: could have condensed that a little bit.
2: In but again, I'm nitpicking. The way they
0: did. Um, I mean, I I feel like the best thing DC can do, if you want my opinion, is to stop trying to compete with Marvel and just do their own thing. 'Cause I, I feel like that's what they've been trying to do and it's like just just stop competing with Marvel. It's there there's no point. Just just do your own thing. Everyone will be happy yeah, with it.
2: That that's kinda of what the Joker movie was, right? Yeah. yeah
0: I, that's uh, not,
1: like, it's not even tied to the, the Yeah, you, it's you.
2: not set in any continuity. That would be an interesting way for them to go. To be if, if James Cameron comes to you and says, Oh, I got a really cool idea for an Aquaman movie, you just say, Okay, James Cameron, go make your Aquaman
0: movie. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, uh, What? What's the? Oh yeah, the the um the the vampire Batman. Why can't I remember vampire, the actor's Batman. name? The the Twilight kid. Oh, uh. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say.
2: Battinson? Oh,
0: yeah, I was about to yeah. say that's not supposed to be connected to anything. I'm like that looks okay. Sure. Yeah.
2: I mean, the Nolan verse wasn't right, and that worked out.
0: I. I feel like when we finally, Zygnus will eventually revisit those. And, I told,
1: and I've told you before, I, I do not like the Nolan movies. I, oh,
0: I, wow. I can't I don't, wait. They're,
1: they're, they're fine, but I don't think they're as good as everyone types them up to be.
2: I in, fact, it's
1: my, in fact, I will say this right now this is my least favorite interpretation of Batman.
2: I said it. Uh, wow. A lot of hot, <laughs> I, hot I, takes today. Hot, well, hot take. I will say I like uh, Rises more than Dark Knight.
0: Ooh, ooh, interesting.
2: I'm a bigger fan of Tom Hardy's Bane than I am of Heath Ledger's Joker.
0: Well, well, you might have just yeah. guaranteed your spot on a Zingness episode. Way whenever we do the Batman stuff in the future, I will defend that film. All right. Well, we'll... You know, the bat
1: background. The bat train's coming through. Yeah, the
0: bat train is coming through.
1: <laughs> is, is, is it picking up on your end?
0: Yes, it is. It's it's fine. It's, it's 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 something I'm I'm used to having happen whenever it doesn't matter oh, this, when this we this record. Point, it's
1: like a it's like a cameo. It, that should be like an Easter egg for the show from now on. It's like oh, when are all the times the train comes by whenever we're recording? Uh, yeah.
0: Us, so. so so on the note of that, um, one if you want to make a drinking game out of zingness, you got to pound a bo- bottle of whatever you're drinking. On that note, um, we've been pounding drinks. I don't think any of us have been that getting that toasted. But anyway, so we all had a drink tonight. Um, Scott, we'll start with you as the guest, as Eric is um, apparently trying to wave down, trying to see if he's fast, I mean, more powerful than a locomotive. (laughs) Spoiler alert, I'm not. So Scott, how how was your drink tonight?
2: My Santan Brewing Moon Juice Galactic IPA. Um, So on my my show, we we use a, a five- Point rating. I don't think we've ever defined it as a point or a star or a whatever. It, this guy's—he's gonna float right down the middle. Uh, I'll give it a three. Um, it's fine. It's it 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 checks off all the IPA boxes. So if you want something hoppy and a little fruity, this is a fine example of the genre. So. It's fine.
0: <laughs> All right, Berg, you are up next.
1: My my seltzer was delicious. Um, it was. I would. I would. I would say as far as seltzers go, this would get like a like a three and a half out of five. It's like a typical. It's lemon lime seltzer. It's like your stereotypical flavor, and uh, it was refreshing and uh, not over the top flavor, but you know enough, enough to be refreshing.
0: Uh, my mixed drink of um jim bean and uh canada dry bold was um oh i drank it all so there's that and um it tastes just like every other one i made just (laughs) fine so three brandon Roths out of five for this one just fine (laughs) Uh, um so on that note scott where can people find more from you and what what are you currently working on too it's it's always fun to Uh, see what you're up to okay
2: yeah, uh, um, I am currently working on the DC Future State Project. Uh, there's a bunch of different books, but I'm working on uh, something called House of L with Philip Kennedy Johnson. Uh, it'll be a 48-page one-shot, I think, in February? Uh, and then uh, I don't know if I can say so, but... Well, what's some stuff you've worked and, on in the past that people may I don't be know, whatever. Um... <laughs> He and I are doing three issues of Superman proper after that.
0: All right. Uh, what, what's some stuff you worked on in the past that people can find? Um,
2: just finished up Young Justice with Brian Bendis. Uh, I've got a creator-owned uh, sci-fi series at Image called Copperhead. Um, and, uh, oh, and a creator-owned Vertigo series uh, from a few years back called Dark and Bloody. So... Um, yeah, go to go to the Amazon or the Comixology and along with Kingdom Come and All Star Superman, pick up those guys too.
0: Yes, definitely check them out. Uh Copperhead was where I was introduced to you, so I I highly recommend that um that graphic novel comic and everything as well. So definitely check that out. And also you can find um Scott on the oh. Illustrious Gentleman.
2: Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh, my my own show. Uh yeah, Illustrious Gentleman, uh, tigshow.com and i think it's tig underscore show on all the social medias uh, i don't have anything to do with that but give it a look anyway
0: all right uh berg where can people find more from you
1: you can find me online at eric berg and at backlog berg you and find a- pictures of video game stuff i'm doing usually animal crossing stuff
0: so is that shocker um also on the side note i'm surprised uh no mention of superman 64
1: yeah we're best
0: best uh, to leave that alone it's too good to be talked about exactly all right um you can find zignus wherever you find major wherever you find podcasts you can find zignus of course find us on twitter facebook instagram and uh leave us five star review we appreciate that and since the holiday season uh why not check out our link to get a cool zignus t-shirt um, mm-hmm. It would be a great holiday gift for anyone You want to have wearing our logo It's and the stuff. gift
1: that keeps on giving
0: <laughs> To us And also the gift that keeps on giving to us as well Is check out our Audible link AudibleTrial.com Help us out by um getting that I don't think any of the comics We talked about are in audiobook form But if they are let us know how they are I don't know That'd how that weird. would work I know it would be Um, <laughs> So on that note um, See you guys next week Bye To a fourth hand joint.